Hello, and welcome to Edgeguard, taking a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake. I'm here, as always, joined by my friend Jordan. How you doing, Jordan? I'm doing pretty well. How are cool, you, Blake? Cool. Oh, you know, the best. The best. Yeah, I'm, I'm particularly excited for this episode, first episode where I have a real adult mic. Ooh, we'll, uh, yes. <laughs> I make, as the person who edits this podcast and makes it sound good, I'm glad that I'm going to have something uh, a little bit better sounding to work with, or probably a lot better sounding to work with. <laughs> probably a lot better. <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's 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 get down to it. Let's let's talk to our, our about our game this week, which is uh, Bamboo Heart. Yes, a uh, fun little game. You're gonna yeah, I'm gonna, gonna give I'm us gonna, a little intro. Yeah, yeah. So Bamboo Heart is like a little 2D action game. It's basically like a 2D side scroller where you only really have like two main inputs i guess technically three but really mostly you you have like a little slash and a jump you're like a little ninja bunny mm-hmm. rabbit or yeah i guess you're ninja you're sort of a martial arts bunny rabbit i'm not i'm not quite samurai sure maybe Some sort yeah of maybe samurai Eastern you're a little bit nimble warrior. for <laughs> yeah definitely um and you just sort of move along through this bamboo forest fighting other uh woodland creatures with uh samurai swords and uh, progressively killing them and getting power-ups and eating food to get back your health and eventually trying to reclaim your heart. There's kind of a, a, a light story uh, a mm-hmm. light story element, I guess. I'll, I'll read what the, uh, the description that before each run of the game, this is kind of a run-based game. You do like quick little runs that last anywhere from probably you know just a couple minutes if you get killed really fast to, I don't know, my longest run was probably 10 or 15. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, well, I just replayed it, and I got like uh, twenty three mm-hmm. uh, kills, I guess, and it took less than ten minutes. So. Oh, really? Okay, so yeah, probably yeah. between between like one and ten minutes are usually how a ra- yeah, run yeah. goes. But anyway, here's here's a little story intro you get each time. I've been banned from my land. They took my heart and replaced it with one made of bamboo. I fear I grow cold. I have to find my real heart. Um. Mm-hmm. So that's that's sort of all the stage setting you get, and to be honest, yeah, this you, game you has, don't even get like controls. Uh, no, no tutorial. This game tells you nothing nope. about itself, and it's Mm-mm. pretty confounding at first because like yeah, yeah. you're just like kind of here, and you're just like, all right, and there's like these mushrooms, and you're picking them up, but you don't know what to do with them. And then there's like an enemy shows up, and they probably just killed you right away because you're just like, it's it's a hard game. It is, and I, I there was a brief moment in the first maybe 15 minutes of it where I was like legitimately frustrated oh absolutely uh there's definitely a curve like it's not even really a learning curve it's just like you're just thrown off a cliff and it's just like figure it out man because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. when you first start the game it's hard to even like get a hit on another on an enemy yes and uh the majority of the enemies die in one hit but even getting one hit mm-hmm. when you first start the game is is really hard yes and you only have two <laughs> lives so if you get hit twice you die and have to start over yeah yeah you have um, you have you have two little hearts and you can sort of gain those back by by eating but we'll, we'll get to that later yeah um but yeah so from straight from the jump i i definitely remember um being pretty frustrated initially with the game because i was like i don't even know uh-huh, how uh-huh. to i can't get past killing you know two guys um, yeah. But then after a while, you sort of get a feel for it. But it, it's one of those games that even when you're like good at it, 
still you'll have runs where you'll get killed by the first guy if you are just like not yeah that's true on if your you toes up. Mm-hmm. yeah there's there's never uh, mm-hmm. a time when an enemy is not a threat it feels it sort of reminded me of uh obviously dark souls in that way that like you know even early enemies will kick your ass if you mm-hmm. if you're you not careful up. uh and yeah. also um i don't know did you ever play uh hotline miami no i well i I think I may have like played it literally once. I never like bought it and mm. played it, but okay. I knew knew so many people who did that. Yeah, yeah that, I encountered that, it. I had a similar a vibe from that game because that game is just like literally any any enemy can kill you in one hit. Uh, huh. And most enemies take one or two hits for you to kill them as well. So uh, that game's a little bit is a, a lot more about like designed levels and running them over and over again to complete mm-hmm. them whereas this yeah, game whereas is levels a in this game best. are literally different every time so yeah like, yeah i yeah. mean there's some like overarching patterns but like the like level layout is uh i, I guess just generated with each new playthrough yeah definitely um Anyway, what's the what's the first uh, sort of topic you want to go on? Now we sort of. Um, uh, well, I, I, the first thing that like s- sticks out to me about this game mm-hmm. is the um, the way that it like paces your little I guess duels, each like sword fight you have with an enemy. Uh-huh. Um, the 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 fact that you can that you die so quickly and your enemies die so quickly is it makes it really fast paced and tense. I'm I'm like. I found myself really gripping the controller at times, especially, oh, or, especially uh, when I was getting first getting the hang of it. Yep. Um, but um, I, it's pretty interesting the way that the game sort of like sets that up to happen, because besides the fact of your likelihood of dying, um, mm-hmm. there's the fact that uh, well, well, just like the attacks are very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can attack like in the air or in the um or on the ground uh and then also i was reading an interview with one of the creators um or all of the creators i don't know they, they like design collectively so it's unclear yeah it's mostly it made with. by by one guy but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little later and okay. continue well anyways uh interview where they said that the um the the like ais are designed such that they are more likely to swing when you are already swinging and less likely to swing when you are not swinging uh, to, mm. to like increase. Well, it does two things. One, increase the chance that uh, you swing at the same time because if you swing at the same time, your swords bounce off each other and no one, mm-hmm. um, no one, takes, no one takes any damage. So you have to try to like time it so that they have um, like, if they, maybe they're in mid jump or they haven't acted yet or they uh, like right after your swords bounce off each other, try to swing again. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then the other thing that, that that sort of setup does is it makes it so, um, and you know, whether or not you think this is a good thing or not, maybe mm-hmm. we can talk about that, but it makes it so like, it kind of scales with your skill so that, uh, hmm. at least that's the way the designers explained it. That like the fact that they're more likely to swing when you're swinging is so no matter who's playing the game, it'll like sort of naturally scale to that player's play style and skill. Huh. That's interesting. I, I did not know that. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously it's not, like, truly just scaling to your skill because yeah, you yeah. get better. Like, <laughs> I yeah, did definitely. better as I learned how to play the game. Um, but, yeah, apparently that's the thing. Hmm. 
Interesting. Well, I guess I sort of uh, wanted to like talk about what you mentioned about like the pacing of the fights because the pacing of this game is really interesting because it starts out and you're just kind of in these like rolling hills and there's a bunch of bam- mm-hmm. bamboo shoots in the background and there's like these sort of like bamboo scaffolds I guess that are up above you that you can jump on and run along. Yeah, and you can't um, drop down from them. You you can. Wait, really? Like while yeah, you're yeah. standing, you have How? to double. T- you have to double tap down. Oh, I played the whole game without ever. Figure that out. Okay. Yeah, you can go through them. Uh, but anyway, uh, and so like you kind of spawn in, and you can just go either direction, uh, either left or right. It doesn't. The game doesn't tell you which way to go. That's and true. Either way is viable. Like, what kind of barbarian plays a side scroller left? Like I, I honestly would probably like fifty fifty. Like I would go either what? way. What? Yeah. Sick. I me. would. I would go whichever way I saw a mushroom first. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that makes sense. But but anyway, so you um you just uh, effort, it's just like kind of quiet and there's like these sort of light drumming it's just kind of like do 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 and then uh you just kind of like run along and then the second you see a first guy suddenly the drums start get f- getting faster and they're like add oh, different yeah. layers in and i i'll talk about the music in a minute because it's actually really interesting and kind of uh enthralling but but basically then you so you go from like this sort of chill you're like in this like pretty environment and there's like bamboo leaves blowing across mm-hmm. and then suddenly you're in this like really frantic fight that i feel like most fights probably last like 30 seconds or less and you're just like oh yeah 30 seconds would be a long one yeah you're like running at each other and like uh you can kind of uh if you like so there mostly you can run and jump and slash but you can kind of sort of combined uh not combined combine uh your movements with your slash to do like sort of different attacks so like if you jump up in the air and you uh push the stick down and hit a like really fast then you'll like shoot down really fast and do a slash on top of someone and that that was the thing for me that like once i figured that out it was like oh that was when i kind of like unlocked how to not be total shit at that game (laughs) was to like jump and get above someone and then do that dive bomb onto them because it's so fast that pretty much the basic enemies will almost never parry it wait uh, do you mean the the special move dive bomb no or no just the, okay no yeah. it's before you get any special yeah, yeah. move um but anyway uh really that was not that was I, not really my strategy i found like um my like best way of uh killing the basic enemies was like hit them up right as they land like when they jump really I'll run up. Just and wait for him to land and then mm-hmm. hit them. That, that worked oh, especially okay. well once you get the dash ability. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The second they land, just pew. Okay. Huh. So I'm actually, I'm actually interested because so uh, partway through you playing this game, like you text me to ask me, I forget what you asked me, but you were, you asked me something about the game and uh, then, about the parrying. I was, yeah, uh, when, it was unclear to me how that worked. Yeah, it's just when um, they slash and you slash at the same time. Yeah, if you slash at the same time, you block them and vice yep. versa. Yeah, but anyway, uh, and so I asked you how many was the most kills you've gotten, then you asked me, and then we kind of decided to make a competition. And you well, so I, I, you may have noticed I waited a second to respond to you because when you asked me that, it was like nine. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, I feel like I haven't done very well. Yeah, and then I well, played a little while longer, and I got 19. I was like, okay, I'll say that. Yeah, and then I mine is 24, which actually, yeah, yeah. 24. I played this game uh, several months ago, earlier this year, because I actually met the guy who made it at GDC, and he was showing the game at GDC, 
and so that's sort of how I knew about the game is I played it there and I could tell there that it was a cool game and that it was hard and playing uh, at a demo station on the show floor when people are just like standing behind you and the guy who made it is talking to you turns oh, out not God. a great way to play a game because he's just <sighs> like he's just like uh yeah you can you can eat the mushroom and like as a person who's made games and like has demoed them to people you know i'd like know what's going on in his head it's like oh have i built the game in a way that he's and so you can tell he's not saying anything because he's just watching and then the other people are just watching because they think the game looks cool and they also like want to turn to play it so it was not a great environment so i kind of played it very briefly there and was like i'm just gonna buy this game when i get home and i did and i played it for a bit and then i think what happened is like some big release came out and i ended up playing that so i kind of had i played a couple hours of it probably like two hours and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. set it aside and kind of forgot but coming back to it was was fun although i never did beat my high score the high score i set back when i played it was 24 um and and you managed to uh to make short work I of did that with a uh just unbelievably good 37 oh come on don't uh, don't <laughs> be a little okay. too proud of yourself no though, i'm but. sure no i'm sure there's gonna be some <laughs> You know, if we if we get a good amount of listeners, I'm sure someone's gonna be like, "Oh, dude, I got like 94." Yeah, I'm sure there's some some crazy <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah, I never see. There's one character I never unlocked, so I guess technically I didn't do that well. Yeah, I unlocked I only, all but one character. I only locked unlocked two, other than like the default character. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have to take a a second to talk about the characters and how that changed the gameplay. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I was sort of talking about like the pacing of the game. It's just like, you're sort of like running along. It's like chill. And then a dude pops up. And if you're unlucky, two guys pop up. And if you're really unlucky, three guys pop up. And That's true. That only happened to me like once or yeah, twice. Yeah. Not super often. Um, and then it'll, they'll get really frantic for a second when you're fighting mm-hmm. these basic guys, which once you get good enough at the aim, you'll usually kill them without taking a hit. Uh, I found that you know sometimes if i was having a bad run i'd take a hit from them and Mm -hmm. then you can pick up uh mushrooms are the main thing but there's also like birds Birds, you can kill and get their meat and then there's like little cooking stations they're actually kind of like similar to the little zelda ones that if you walk up to them it'll automatically start cooking the food and the cooked food like you can eat to give you back health Mm -hmm. but it it fills like one fourth of some sort of bar well it depends the bird the bird fills up more does it yeah, it fills up a lot more. Okay, but because it's also it's also really weird because since this game never explains anything about itself, it's pretty unclear. Like yeah. I figured out that it, it takes four mushrooms to fill your stomach and get a heart back, but like I think like two birds will give you your heart back, but like it's weird when you like mix the birds and the mushrooms. Yeah, because I feel very like confusing. I remember one time I had a bird and three mushrooms and I had to eat everything to get all my well yeah because the three mushrooms get you up to uh well did you eat the bird first you know i don't remember so maybe that's yeah, what it was because it might be that you ate the three mushrooms and the bird and then ate like the bird. put yeah, you over yeah, yeah. That would so make sense. generally and you can't my, choose what order you eat them in. nope it just nope yeah what order you pick them up generally my strategy was to pick up it takes four mushrooms to uh refill a heart so i generally would pick up mm-hmm. uh three eat them and then pick up as many more as i could uh and so and then i would eat them so that I had like three in my stomach Mm -hmm. and then I would only need to eat one to get my health back. But also I'm pretty sure I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that your, like your fullness goes down over time so that you'll have to eat more the longer you go after eating. (laughs) So it's wait, is that true? I think so because I've never needed more than four mushrooms. Well, so 
what I'm saying is like I would eat three and then I would run around for a while and I would take oh, a hit after like two oh, or see. three minutes after I ate. And then if I ate a fourth mushroom, then it wouldn't give me a new heart. I'd have to eat yes. like two more. Yes. I yeah. ate. Yeah, that is that happened to me too. And after that happened, I would just always make sure to have four mushrooms at a time. And anytime yep. I take a heart, I would just eat them right then. Oh, really? See, I would, yeah. I would do it. Uh, I would eat the three so that if I was in a fight and I took a hit and I like was worried that I was going to, die then i would like eat mm-hmm. that one to get it back mid fight yeah. which we, we haven't we haven't touched on one thing which is like kind of a big thing which is that the basic enemies are definitely not the your, the biggest threat the biggest threat are these sort of mini bosses yeah yeah or regular bosses i guess yeah i guess there are characters that come out and each one has a special ability uh mm-hmm. and they and take two, two hearts lives. to kill yep. instead of one like the basic enemies so they have uh, as much life as you yep and those are like where i feel like the game is the best when you're mm-hmm. having to fight and you get to recognize them because the same i feel like each one is a different animal and the same animal has the same yeah, power yeah. every time mm-hmm. and, and so the you same, like uh like confrontation line oh yeah they like, like you come killed at you, my brother one's like, like uh, i'm gonna get the bounty on your head yeah yeah they say that sort of stuff um but anyway, uh, and those are those are the most interesting. So I actually, I was I was curious because I wanted to ask you because I feel like d- my run, how far I get in a run, is dependent on which one of those I encounter first. Because oh really? Yeah, because there's like uh, there's certain power ups that once I get them, I'm gonna well, start doing a lot better. I'm gonna start yeah, snowballing. And there's also certain enemies that once I see, like if I see them first, they're just gonna fucking kill me because. Uh, I found that like all the bosses except for the um, the master that is the last one you fight. Uh-huh. I thought they were sort of all comparable difficulty. That's interesting. So basically, I guess I kind of feel like most of them are comparable except for the one with the dash attack. And I think um, I think it has something to do with the the play styles that you and I each have. Uh, because I, I was curious about this because when you said you got the thirty seven. And you got it pretty quick. You'd only played for like an hour and a half or something mm-hmm, at that time. Something like that. So I w- and I had you know played probably three hours by that point, and my max was twenty four. So oh, I kind of had the. What hero were you using when you got your highest score? Uh, I think just the basic one. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm I not was sure because it was like many months ago. Life. Oh really? So did yeah. you use that one a lot? Uh yeah, I try of all the ones I unlocked, I think that one is the one I did best as, closely followed mm. by one that I don't think you unlocked, but uh-huh. he there's this one that starts with a golden sword. Which oh, I don't know if you ever better. got a golden sword, but it like it gives you higher speed movement and yeah, a bunch of stuff. I've definitely had like the the randomly dropped boosted yeah. swords. But but anyway, um getting back to it, like the I could kinda I kind of got the had the thought that like maybe I'm playing this game not totally right and that there's a different way to like be more successful at the game and i'm curious because that thing you were saying about waiting for enemies to hit the ground and then attacking them i didn't use that at all but i i basically found that the the enemy that has the dash strike like that is the enemy that has killed me the most just something i think it i think it has to do with so the the way I, i play is like i like to jump and get above the person and then do the downward slash into them uh Mm -hmm. and if you do that uh there's a pot when you hit the ground there's a pause before you can move and i think that's what gets you because basically what her her attack is or i guess they're kind of ungendered but it has long hair so i assumed her (laughs) it uh 
it can like dash uh its slash can basically like move super far laterally so if you land on the ground if you're both on the ground and it's far away they can just zip into you and you can't hit them yeah uh so i feel like that one constantly getting the better Mm -hmm. of me uh had definitely had something to do with like the way that i play Uh, yeah i I actually think that the question of play style is interesting uh when talking about this game because on, on the one hand uh, the game, I, I think it's pretty obvious that the game, I don't know how to put this, it, it sort of invites uh, a fast reactive play style, uh-huh. um, kind of like like a real sword fight. Like you're, yeah. it's frantic, it's like first to move wins kind of, not necessarily, sure. but in a certain way. Um, and then, but the way that I was most successful was a little more cautious. where Deliberate. I, pl- I played the guy with three lives Mm -hmm. um every time i lost a life i would try to make a point of getting it back so i always had three for every boss fight Mm -hmm. um and then um uh that guy has slower movement Mm -hmm. like as a penalty in return for having the higher life yep and um that sort of like made it so i played very deliberately um, okay which actually i mean it ended up working very well but yeah i i found that like working deliberately was a lot better like so you if you uh like double tap on it has kind of like a fighting game running system where if you just hold the stick over you'll run at like a regular speed but if you like double tap it and or you like tap it once and then hold it the second time then you'll do like a really quick run and it looks really cool it looks like anime you're like put your arms behind you you just like run really Uh fast and that looks really cool but i i found that if you're just like running in and then a guy jumps up on you it's like a lot more difficult than if you like creep up to them and you see them first mm-hmm. and sometimes their backs are turned and you can run up behind them and kill them without them even seeing you yep. which is Especially very satisfying if you, have, if you have the dash attack yeah you don't e- they don't even need to be turned around sometimes you can just yeah pew. you can just kill them but that's um, my dash noise pew. Pew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway i um you, you you mentioned something about like uh like the this this speediness of it and how it's sort of like real sword fighting or it sort of emulates that in a way and i actually Mm -hmm. felt similarly like the way it's about the game it's kind of about like closing the distance to hit your enemy on your terms not theirs so Mm -hmm. both people are trying to like close the distance and you're kind of like it's a lot of like it it kind of reminded me of playing uh like dark souls pvp where like there's a lot of like you kind of Hmm. moving back and forth where in dark souls you're like not actually getting close to each other you're kind of like moving and like opening yeah yeah, and you're like seeing if you can bait out an attack whereas this you're kind of like jumping past each other and like over each other but you're trying to get to a position where you can close the distance and get the hit and they can't or you're just doing it on your terms and Mm -hmm. it sort of ends up looking uh, almost like a like a little dance like th- these two little characters like jumping around each other and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing these quick movements and like especially when they like clang together and fly apart uh-huh. it's uh i don't know it sort of reminded um, me of you, like go ahead do, do you notice if there was any difference between attacking when your sword is already drawn and doing a draw attack did it uh, any difference in that n- not that i can think of it might be a little bit slower if you have to draw but i didn't i didn't notice it particularly yeah um i just i just noticed that like if you well the reason i noticed was because you can only do a dash attack when you have that ability if your uh, sword is, is sheathed, sheathed. Yep. so I, I got in the habit of 
letting my sword sheath when I had the opportunity. Yeah. But I wasn't sure if that affected anything normally. It looks yeah. cool. Yeah, like. it definitely does. <laughs> Uh, this game, this game, just in general, has a cool look, and like watching it in motion, it just looks cool. It to me, it yeah. uh, it reminded me of like the style of martial arts movie. I haven't watched as many martial arts movies as I wish I had, but uh, I don't know if you've ever seen like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but it's like the type mm. of martial arts movie where people are on like wires and they're like running inhumanly fast and like jumping at each other and flying through the air and having yeah, sword yeah. fights where they're like throwing each other it looks like an anime except for it's live action and i feel like this huh. game just looks like that just when it's moving because you're like jumping 20 feet in the air and then you're mm-hmm. when you hit swords you both fly back you know yeah tens and there's of feet. that ability that lets you float in the air for a second when you jump, yeah that one that feels very martial arts too that looks exactly like <laughs> uh that scene in crouching tide there's a scene where there's a character like running across these rooftops and like jumping and they even do the same thing where their legs are like pedaling like they're running as they're flying <laughs> through the air <laughs> like and so that ability was i like that one <laughs> i feel like it wasn't the most useful ability uh it but it looks so unless cool. you also had the meteor strike ability <laughs> yeah those combo which, pretty well yeah, so I actually wanted to ask you, what which ability is your favorite and why? Uh, I can't decide between dash attack and meteor strike. I think I'm going to go with meteor strike. Yeah. Because in the boss fights, I found that one so useful. Yeah, so for me, meteor strike... Meteor strike is basically like already the way I was playing, and then it just yeah, like that compounded that. So mm-hmm. meteor strike, basically, if I... So that's what, what I was saying about what character I fight first kind of could dictate whether or not I was going to mm, do well was sense. if the meteor strike guy was the first one, I was probably going to get at least 10 because uh, once I get the meteor strike, the basic enemies are become nothing. I can just kill... Mm-hmm. I could kill them so easily. Cause, so what the meteor uh-huh. strike ability does for the listener is it basically makes the sort of... When you jump above someone and do a slash downward, that quick thing, it makes it even faster... Uh, and also if the enemy is on the ground next to like close enough to where you hit, it'll like kind of stun them. So you can, Oh, I didn't know it stuns them. Yeah. Well, I found out because it stuns you as well. Oh, that's true. It does. Yeah. So I assume it uh, stuns, stuns the enemies, uh, if it stuns the character, I assume it stuns the enemy. Oh, like when they, Oh, I thought you were saying like when you do it, you get stunned, but like if the meteor, Boss if I if you. I meteor strike and I'm close mm. to an enemy, but I don't actually hit them with it, I'm pretty sure they'll still like won't be able to hit hit you ah, for a second. That's that's good to know. Wow, so there's there's like a surprising amount of depth um, to this game for mm-hmm. how I guess in the in the typical uh, way people talk about depth in games, this game is not very wide but very deep. So yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, and that's the kind of game that I. I find myself enjoying a lot because mm-hmm. I mean, there's basically like two inputs for the combat and yet the yeah. like breadth of things you can do and the amount and like how cool it looks and how good it feels is yeah. huge. Pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so I, I remember when I started playing this game, I was worried it was going to be like, it was going to feel a little arbitrary. Uh, um, but it, you know, after playing it for about 30 minutes and I started the hang of it, it really, it doesn't, it's, pretty fun yeah yeah definitely so but you, you sort of mentioned like uh the depth because like uh, you didn't know that thing and it's sort of uh, i feel like a certain amount of the depth comes from it not explaining any of itself to you mm-hmm. like yeah if it, like if the meteor strike just said like you come down really fast and if you hit them they die and if you don't then they get stunned a little bit if they're close mm-hmm. but yeah. you don't know that I, there are several 
of the power-ups you get from the bosses that I still have no idea what they do. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I like, feel like I know what they all do. Or oh, I don't how, know what energy sword does. What does me energy either? Sword do? I have no idea because because the enemy that has energy sword it like charges up and he can like hit you from a distance, but I have no idea how to use it as a character. Like if I ever, anytime I got it, I would like sit there. I tried, oh, I think see, yesterday I was playing, I tried sitting there for like five minutes and like trying a bunch of different inputs and seeing if I could like r- duplicate how, cause he basically like does a slash and it like shoots out a uh, little wave and I could not figure it out. Yeah. What did you try? I assume you tried holding down slash, right? Yeah, I tried a bunch okay. of stuff. I tried like doing the sort of uh, ah, similar so motion to what the dash strike is, and I could not figure it out. So there's a whole ability that neither of us ever figured out how to do. Yeah, yeah. And the, the other one was faint. Which oh, I did I, figure out how to do that one. You tap up and slash, and your hero will do this like weird thing where they'll... I, I never like found a way to really work it into combat. Like a fight? Uh-huh. But you like, you like. It, it almost looks like you're leaving a mirror image of yourself behind, and you jump up really fast. Um, huh. And I think what it does is it the enemy will attack so the decoy. The enemy will attack the decoy, okay. and then you'll be above them, and you can probably swing down and hit them. But I, uh-huh. I wasn't able to get the hang of it using it in combat, and I just found meteor strike so useful that I yeah. usually would just use that instead. Yeah, it sounds like you could probably combo with meteor strike pretty well, though. Yeah, you like do true. that, get above them, and then meteor strike down. Yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm actually huh. so here's the thing. This is gonna be different than a lot of the games we talk about because like I'm gonna keep playing this game probably after we're done because now that we've sort of swapped strategies a little bit i want to see if i can like do yeah, a little better that's true. i might too <laughs> yeah because i want to i want to figure i feel like i figured out how to do not terribly but i still haven't figured out how to be good at the game because i don't consistently find myself getting up into like the 10s or the 20s it's like 10s or 20s is like a really good run for me mm, and i have a okay. lot of runs where i'll get like between five and ten kind of like i'll kill the first boss enemy and then the second one will get me a lot of the time uh oh really yeah i well yeah i still feel like i'm kind of missing something well the first thing i would say is the having an extra life is really useful that hero and i actually um i can't decide if i think it's it's definitely fair that that hero has reduced movement speed because otherwise that would be too powerful but mm-hmm. it almost feels like an ability that's sort of against the spirit of the game yeah um, and it, it i i almost invariably do way better with that hero but it, it almost feels kind of wrong because mm-hmm. it just makes it a sort of like really passive yeah like one-on-one you're gonna win on any you have more life than the mm-hmm. most of the bosses so like if you go into every boss fight with full health it's pretty easy to come out on top hmm. okay and then the other thing is after you beat the master um you get another life so then you have four and oh, that's wow. why that's why i had like my best run was like low 20s mm-hmm. uh, and i wasn't getting any higher than that then as soon as i beat the master i got to 37 on that same run yeah um, so wait you just get a new heart for the run right yeah for the rest of the okay run. yeah i i got to the master a handful of times but i never killed him i i got to, I got to the point where he was bleeding once and then he mm. killed me and I was I think that that might have actually well, been Well did you the, get to stage 2? There's a different level? No no stage 2 of the boss. 
Oh, I th- the master. You hit him so. three times, and he says, oh, "Oh, you are really strong." Yeah, I'm not then you hold still back have, anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to. I think you have to hit him twice more. After okay. That. Yes. So you I probably think, had him one hit away from death. Uh, yeah, probably. But I remember getting to the second stage, and being like, "There's a second stage." It was like when there's a second stage and like a boss in Dark Souls or like Zelda yep, or something. Yep. You're like, "I finally did it." And then you're like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I actually think that might have been the last time I played the game until revisiting it was like I did that mm. and I was frustrated with and I decided to take a break and then I just ne- yeah. ended up never going back or something I, I mean I only beat him once uh, so although my highest score is 13 kills higher than yours I don't actually think I think if you were to beat the master you would get into the 30s easily Yeah. for the kills because you just have so much life and so many abilities that like all of the and I think you stopped fighting bosses, actually. Um, oh, really? At least I didn't encounter any more. Huh. Um, okay. So That's interesting. That would be you, nice, because then you could just yeah. kind of, like, roll for a while. Yeah. Although, In fact, the only reason I feel like I died was because I got a little unlucky. I, um, I was at 37 kills, and I, I had gotten down to two life um, from a previous fight, and mm-hmm. I uh, didn't find any heal. Any, healing mushrooms before my next one so i was only at two life yeah and then i just sort of slipped up yeah yeah which can happen in this game even the basic enemies you slip up and just boom boom you're dead um yep yeah i'm trying to think Um, if there's so yeah i guess one thing to talk about is we've talked about this a little bit how the different heroes change the play style Mm -hmm. um so there's the slow one with the extra life Mm -hmm. there's the um the one other one that you get early on the double jump the double jump mm-hmm. is there any reason not to do him over the default hero i it seems like he's just don't know better it doesn't say that there's not but i feel like his initial jump isn't as high and i don't think it's i don't think he's as floaty i think he falls to the ground faster this might be totally imagined but oh. uh i anytime i would use him i don't know first of all when you restart it just defaults to the basic one so usually i'm just like jamming a oh really (laughs) yeah but i I am curious to see if there is a downside to using him because i I feel like when i play him i feel like there is like is Mm -hmm. not he doesn't feel exactly the same but i can't put my finger on it um well the other two heroes that you haven't encountered is there's one that starts out with two life as normal mm -hmm. and he has uh, a golden sword so he uh-huh. already moves faster jumps higher because um, that's what the golden sword does and i think yeah. it actually swings faster because there's both speed and haste and haste yeah so i think one of those is movement speed and one of them is sword swinging speed yep but i do um, not know which I, is I, which I, yeah me neither but i definitely found that when i had a golden sword i was just like clanging with enemies less often like, yeah i was just killing them more often so mm-hmm. that was powerful um the other hero, I only played with him once, mm-hmm. but it seems fun. He uh, he has one life, so you get hit, oh, you die. Jesus. And he starts with all the abilities. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wild. So that one was interesting. That's crazy. Um, I feel like that's what someone who's going to get really far in the game uses. They just use the one life. Although I feel like by the time you get to the, the well, yeah, master... Well, after you beat the master, then suddenly that guy ha- is just worse, because... He has less life and exactly as many abilities as everyone else does. Well, you're not guaranteed. Do you have to? You don't have to kill all the enemies to get to the master, do you? I thought you just said isn't you see like three bosses and then you fight the master. Oh really? I thought it was you. F- 
don't you know, think so I, because you fight uh i feel like it's more than three because i, I think it might every be four time, i think it might be four and there are five or six the, bosses you'd fight the the brother guy the guy who says he's gonna bring your head to the emperor the turtle oh i thought it was a lizard the one and then the one with like the horns that says you're not gonna get your heart anyways i didn't really go that guy's deal was he was just like why are you doing this <laughs> there's no point you're, I'm gonna you're kill being you. a dick. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I think that there are five or six different... I think there are five bosses, and you only um, have to fight four to get to the master. You might be right, actually. I'm not I'm not certain. I didn't get to it enough times to like know that for a fact. But um, but anyway, you, you mentioned uh, the, the double jump character being kind of, you, in your mind, just like definitely better than the, the, default, the default. And that's sort of reminded me of like at least in the way i play like how much being above someone gives you an advantage so like if you get up on the little bamboo rafters and the enemy is below you i just found that like when i was in that situation i was a lot more likely to win the fight than if the roles were flipped yeah and i think maybe that just for me that's just like the way that i play because i just really like doing that downward slash move because it's really fast uh and like if you time it right, uh, right mm. as they jump up through the bamboo, you can already have jumped and be slashing down onto them before they even hit the ground. Uh-huh. Uh, and I also found that to be the case, like if you get the hover step ability where you can just hold the jump button and slowly float down. So they sort of like, uh, is it, is it Luigi in uh, mm-hmm. Super Mario 64 or is it Yoshi that does the little thing where you twiddle your legs and can float? But anyway, you, you I have no idea. <laughs> did you not play Mario 64? Okay. Uh, never mind. Oh no! Actually, I didn't. I was thinking of Super Mario for the Super Nintendo, which I oh. did play a ton of. Oh yeah. Uh, but no, I actually never played Mario sixty four, which is like a huge hole in my game literacy. I yeah, fill that at some point. It'll be. Uh, it's it's hard to go back to. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, sort of uh, having that ability to like if you mistime your jump but still be able to stay above the enemy like basically with the hover step i found it to be really useful because i would jump to try and do the end the like downward attack on them and they would jump at the same time but then they would fall down and i'd still be above them and then i could just do it later mm-hmm. so i found like high ground to be actually yeah. pretty advantageous which uh mm-hmm. in a lot of games you know high ground doesn't really have any effect although yeah, i guess dark I... souls you can do the sweet plunging attack <laughs> That's true, but there's not a lot of situations where you can use it. I I also found, I guess I didn't use high ground in the terms of getting on the rafters very much, but Mm -hmm. I found being above them worked really well. If you had the um, double jump character or the uh, sword that gives you extra speed and jump, um, I found that waiting till the enemies jump or jumping and kind of trying to bait them into jumping, Uh uh, coupled with a meteor drop was yep. a very effective strategy yep definitely that was that's that's one of my favorites i think that's why the i like the meteor strike so much plus it just makes yeah. it that sweet gunshot sound and yeah, it just it when you guess them with it just like do, just do you ever feels get awesome. two in one a couple times i yeah, was yep. fighting two people and they would jump up at me and i'd meet to strike both of them and that yeah. was that felt good yeah that, um yeah did um that actually was there anything else specific about the game you want to talk about? I sort of had a general no, go ahead. comment too. So um, uh, just one of the things we sort of say 
when talking about games, especially games where their their primary purpose is uh, just fun in whatever mm-hmm. whatever sense that means, is sure. um, one of the things like most common positive things to say about a game is it, it feels good or yeah. it feels right to play. Yep. Um, and one thing that um, it may be interesting to just sort of like briefly reflect on uh, at the end of this episode is like what what, what do we mean by that? Uh, obviously, it's going to be a little abstract and subjective uh-huh. uh, what it means to say that a game feels good. But I sort of think that um, like that that is the right way to talk about uh talk about games that are not like explicitly communicative in the way that the game we played last week uh mm-hmm. it's as if you're working i mean obviously that game is it's more about ideas it's a little more conceptual it has um may- maybe it's not like preaching but it has some things to say it kind of makes sure. arguments whereas i don't think this game does it's about how it feels to play it is uh-huh. like what it's about so I don't know. Do, do you have any thoughts yeah, about what it so, means to say that a game feels good, that it feels... Yeah, so I guess it. I think it means different things to different people, but I think for the most part, and I've actually thought about this a lot as like a person who's tried to like make action games, like making it feel good is so hard because there's, mm-hmm. no, there's no rule book that tells you what makes it feel good. And yeah. the only thing you know is that when you pick it up and you do it, that it feels good. A lot of times you can't describe why there's like who knows what is making it and like even trying to do research and like find out what other developers are doing to make games feel good is like really hard uh yeah but what i tend to find is like a precision of control to where Mm -hmm. i have a very good feeling for what my inputs to the controller are going to do in the game and like doing those actions feels right like nothing is counterintuitive but it's man it's such a nebulous thing and like mm-hmm. trying to make action games like if because like i've like made a little prototype and you're just like it's a good idea and then you play it and it's just like ah, it just doesn't feel right and like trying to figure yeah. out what makes it feel more right is really really hard so when a game can nail that it's like it's yeah it's really rewarding and but i i, I think you're right that like it's super hard because like think about like titanfall or titanfall 2 how good it feels just like run around and jump off the wall you don't even have to be shooting yes. anybody oh. just like Sliding moving around feels so good yeah and then you like play a game like there are plenty of first person shooters that are just like stiff and they just don't feel good and you can even be playing them on the same gamepad and it's just like it mm-hmm. just doesn't feel right and I, I remember when destiny came out like i guess probably two or three years ago at this point almost three years uh everyone was kind of down on it for uh you know not having enough content or whatever but the one thing that consistently you, you heard is like this is the best feeling shooter that mm-hmm. has ever been on a console like best feeling best a first person shooter has ever felt on a mm-hmm. gamepad and it's like what yeah. is what is bungie doing to make a game feels a first person shooter feels so much mm. better than like the competitors. And it's like, who knows? Yeah. They probably got some like secret sauce that they're <laughs> doing. Sauce. Hell, hell yeah, <laughs> well, man. I mean, there are th- another thing that's tricky is I, I think that some things that make a game feel good are not necessarily repeatable. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that I found myself doing when I played doom, the mm-hmm. most recent doom, doom 2016 yeah. is uh, doom 2016 is uh, like, which is a game that I've, 
think feels very good to play. Oh, so good. <laughs> um, is uh, the the music, which is like a little bit procedurally generated, mm-hmm. to like to like kind of naturally match your uh, yeah your your fights. Mm-hmm. Is I sometimes found myself like in the way I would like turn to shoot an enemy behind me is. I would sometimes wait to like sync up my shots with the yeah, music just cause it feels, awesome. um, which this goes back to something I said about, uh, dark souls in, um, in our introduction episode, which is that mm-hmm. like, uh, a game that feels good. It almost feels like rhythmic mm-hmm. or musical, musical. or like, uh, which in the case of doom, that was literal and that there was like, yeah. music that I wanted to play along to. Um, but like, there, there's just something it, like a game that feels good. It has like a beat to it, like yeah. the way that it moves. Um, Absolutely, it, and it feels like you want to move along with it uh-huh. rather than like and against it. I'm actually glad you mentioned that Doom has a kind of procedural soundtrack because that's something I forgot to come back to. I Bamboo Heart does as well. Because, oh, okay. Because each time you load into the game, it's like so the music is all strictly percussion. There's no like toned instruments. Yes. It's all percussion, and it's kind of like. Uh, it's sort of primal beating, but it's not, it doesn't sound tribal. It doesn't sound like African inspired. It sounds like Eastern drums, which I'm sure it's just like the drums that were picked, but like the way it picks up in a fight and the way like the rhythms kind of syncopate and stuff uh, is definitely like not, there are no explicit pieces of music. Like you start the game and it's usually just like one instrument, just kind of like, do 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 just like doing some mm-hmm. repeating rhythm and then as you get in fights like the rhythm will quicken and there will be like more instruments and it'll just be like mm-hmm. and it's like it's it feels <laughs> that was, awesome that was a pretty good rendition right there. yeah <laughs> yeah but it, it feels like really good when you're it just i don't know mm-hmm. i feel like it really yeah puts especially you in, one in thing I, I definitely notice is uh when you t- take damage in the middle of the fight the uh, like i it goes like I will sound musically illiterate to say this, but like it, uh, it music sounds more tense or something. Yeah, there's I don't a know little if it sting. Like speeds up or something. It, it, it does like yeah. it does like a little. It, yeah, it definitely like. Mm. Um, there's some some stuff going on that's that's very cool that not a lot of games yeah. do. Um, mm. But anyway, if uh, unless you have anything uh, else big to talk about, there's there's one more thing I want to talk about, which actually isn't about the game explicitly, but sort of about how it, it was uh, created. Um, Oh, yeah, let's talk about that, because that is a little bit of an interesting tidbit. Yeah, so so um, like I said, I, I played this game at uh, GDC, uh, mm-hmm. and I met the guy who made it. His name is Timon Tio, uh, which is spelled T-I-J-M-E-N, Timon. Uh, he's, oh. from, he's from the Netherlands. Yeah, the uh, Dutch. Yeah, so I, I asked him, I was like, oh, so you worked on the game? He's like, oh, yeah, I made the game. Well, technically... I, I'm the main person, but I had help from my friends. They're like, oh, what do you mean? He's like, well, basically, we all live in the same space, and we all make games, but we all are, like, constantly giving each other feedback, and uh, uh-huh. all of the proceeds from all of our games, uh, we just share. And I was yeah, like, yeah. well, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, just <laughs> hang out with your best friends and, like, help each make each other's games better and then, like, share all the money. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It sounds pretty sweet, like, um, and I can, I mean, that seems also like a very, like, productive sort of creative space, like, just everyone's ideas always bouncing off each other, and you, you know you always have, like, the security of other people, um, you know, if you have a game that, like, totally flops, then, you know, maybe someone else has a game that 
does a little better and vice versa and it can kind of support each other that way yeah absolutely it's it's definitely a cool thing and there there are some uh, other collectives i know there's one in la that's um oh i forget what it's called but uh they sort of uh pool their resources to rent out a a space where they all work together mm-hmm. it's kind of a similar thing but they definitely don't do the thing where they're like sharing the money i guess they're sort of sharing the money in a similar way uh and that like they're paying rent together um but uh but anyway I, it's it's just a cool idea it's like man i wish i was <laughs> i wish i could like get in on that like that'd be sweet just like <laughs> hang out and have people who constantly want to help make your games better, but aren't necessarily like working on it with you. They're just like helping you improve. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a really cool thing here. Just really quick. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, this game definitely made me want to check out other sock pop collective stuff. Maybe I'll start with the other game that is ships with a uh, bamboo. Heart. Yeah, it's Bamboo Ball. So I guess we should mention that as well. So like Bamboo uh, Heart isn't available uh, by itself. If mm. you want to get it, you can get it on Itch.io or Steam. Uh, it costs six bucks to get what's called Bamboo EP, which uh, includes a few games by Sock Pop Collective, which mm-hmm, is the collective mm-hmm. that Time and To is part of. Uh, the other one is, I think, Bamboo Ball. And then uh, the, I think Something the... Th- like swimming th- game. Yeah, it's not, it's not even really a game. It's just like an interactive menu. Apparently, there's a pretty good amount of like uh, cool little Easter eggs that you can find. I haven't spent much time there, mostly oh. because I, anytime I play it, I you know, load it up, it's to play Bamboo Heart, and I just kind of yep. want to mm-hmm. get to stabbing dudes. But a couple times after, <laughs> if I was getting frustrated, I would bail out to the menu and swim around with the little fish and the frogs and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but anyway, I think, uh, I think that's uh, pretty much all... There is to be said about Bamboo Heart. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for a, such a, sh- a small, short, and kind of unassuming game, really sustained. Absolutely. Lot to say about it. Very, very good. Yeah, absolutely. And I will continue to play it. Yeah, same. Uh, you'll, you're gonna have to try and beat my high score. I don't yeah, know I'm. You can. It's I'm a, coming for you. I'm coming for you, a, bud. It's pretty sleep good. With, sleep with one eye open. I'm I don't know. I, I played a couple more times and I couldn't beat the the master again. So yeah. now I'm like, oh crap! Did I just get lucky? Yeah, I'm so. I'm coming at you with the meteor strike, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I will talk to you soon, my friend.